0: Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. Happy New Year. hope you're enjoying 2023. Uh, this one is a re-release of one of our previous episodes that I think sums up a topic I was going to do anyway, which is how to start the year off right. We did this last year, and it's a good one if you're struggling with your New Year's resolutions or just want to work out how to set some good ones. This is a perfect episode. Please enjoy, and we'll have some new episodes for you next week. Have a magical week. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Magical Learning Podcast for 2022. I hope everyone had a cool Christmas break and New Year's time, uh, holiday break there. I uh, am This year we're going to be starting our podcast with the podcast starting off the year right. But before we do that, let's introduce who's on the podcast today and let's see how they went over the holiday period. So I'll start with Alan. Alan, how was your holiday period? Uh,
1: G'day, Jess. It's great to be back. Yeah, had a really good time, and yeah, for me it was about yeah, focusing on spending some time with the kids, which uh, I guess I can often forget that when things get a bit busy. So yeah, that's what I've really enjoyed over the Christmas break.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, that sounds great. And uh, you look, you look nice and summery, which is also something good. You know, enjoying the good <laughs> weather. <weekend. laughs> um Danette, uh, how was your holiday break?
2: Ages hey, and hey everyone happy 22 22 mm-hmm. yeah got mm-hmm. that 2022 <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> um, my break was really nice so we had some time down the coast um, south coast of New South Wales before Christmas with some of the kids and our granddaughter Miss Miller so that was fun then my brother and my niece came in from the US for five days so it was really nice just to hang out with them at home and then Graham and I just had some quiet time for a couple of days and now we're back into work so yeah, all good, mm-hmm. and avoiding COVID, Omicron. so that's yeah. good too.
0: <laughs> well, well done so far on avoiding it. Good thinking. Um, and Graham, welcome to the first podcast of 2022. How was your break?
3: Hey, Jess, thanks. Um, good to be back. As as Jeanette said, you know, we um, got some time with the kids before Christmas. Some time with um, with Eric and her mum and dad when he flew back in, and um, yeah, back in the slightly. Poorly lit office space. Watching the rain come down outside. It's um, yeah. It's good to be here. Good to be back. Welcome to 2022, everybody. Uh, it's going to be completely different to that thing that we knew as 2021. Completely. Yes. Like yes. there's a two on the end instead of a one. Big difference. <laughs> Everything's different.
0: <laughs> so everyone, make sure you're paying attention to that. I think that's important. So thanks for that reminder as well, Graham. What about is gonna... you,
2: Jez? Tell us about what what you did
0: yeah well i got to hang out with all of you except for alan sorry alan but uh next time you know um i got to hang out with you too and uh and that was really fun we got to go down the coast got to see everyone and then over new years we uh got to see some friends in melbourne and have so far uh avoided uh COVID in melbourne which is pretty good so we're feeling happy about that so far but who knows you know uh, but it sounds like so far, we've all started the year off right, so maybe it's we can help some people that might be trying some stuff this year and not sure how to start off the year right. This could be a good podcast for people who I'm sure are trying some new stuff. So I might start off with this question, the first question for 2022, which is what are some mistakes people might make when trying to start a new, start the new year on a new foot? And I might start with Graham for this one. So what are some mistakes people might make when trying to start the new year on a new foot? Um, I, I think <laughs>
3: it's a great question. Uh, probably the first one is um, timing. Uh, realistically, you know, anything, any resolution we declare to ourselves, to our friends, to the universe at 11.59 on the 31st of December is pointless to some extent. Um So, and I think probably the bigger mistake than that, rather than timing, is um, trying to change too much too soon. So, I I think, you know, year's resolutions are no different in one respect to a resolution we make on the 17th of May. Um, It's really, I think, more about just how much we're trying to change. Mm.
0: Mm, well that's a good observation what what do you think maybe graham just to break that down a little bit more what what does it mean that someone might be trying to change too much too quickly so
3: understanding what we know about how the human brain approaches change and the uncertainty attached to change um if i decide that i want to um, I want to get healthier. So I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. And I heard about this amazing thing called having cold showers, which by the way, ladies and gentlemen, yes, there is some evidence to show that it actually is good for you uh, within reason. But I'm, I'm going to have like a cold shower every day of the week because it's a fantastic thing to do. And I'm going to go to the gym five days a week and I'm going to completely change my diet. And I'm going to cut out red meat and I'm going to become a vegan. And I'm going to do all of that. Starting tomorrow morning, the 1st of January, because that seems like a good thing to do. Um, and the reality is, yeah, you know, we can get all excited about it initially, but it's just massively hard work for our brain. And at some point, it says, not
0: too hard. So we stop. Yeah, well, that's good. I think that's. Uh... A really important thing for people to know that it's not just your will, it's also your brain is gonna can just check out and be like, I can't do this. So it doesn't necessarily have to do with your ambition or how passionate you are about anything. It's just can be other factors. Um, Alan, what are some mistakes people might make when trying to start the new year on a new foot? Yeah,
1: I can really relate to what Graham was saying there, and I love how Graham's mentioned that it, it's difficult for our brain. I've just started Pilates and did the first class this morning with my wife. And she said, what do you think? We'll do it twice a week. And I found myself, thanks for the thumbs up there, Graham. And I said, let's do it five times a week. <laughs> Knowing that yeah, that's what you know my ego wants. And I went with the body can't handle that to show up tomorrow. I know I'm going to be sore. And I love that Graham's brought to my awareness that it takes time for our brain to you know, change the routines. And I guess not freak out with too
0: much change at once. Well, I love the passion, Alan. I think that's beautiful to really try and step it up to five days a week. I respect the effort. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, Danette, what are some mistakes people might make when trying to start the new year on a new foot?
2: Okay. So I think one of the first ones is the moment we falter beating ourselves up rather than just going, you know what, this is just part of change process. So tomorrow I'll start again rather than tomorrow I'm going to quit because I gave up today or I didn't do it as I wanted to. Two other things I think. uh, One is being careful about the goals that you actually pick. Are they yours or are they someone else's? And so you really don't have that commitment anyway if they're someone else's. And the other one I think is believing that it's external Whereas really, if we want to be good at whatever it is, it's it's focusing internally on why is that important to me? Why should um you know how's this going to help me with with my growth? Um, whether it's physical, spiritual, emotional, um, or mentally, and then just going okay, how do I grow that part of me? And when something you know when I hit those roadblocks where I I resist going to the Pilates twice a week instead of five times a week or whatever it is that you go okay what's that resistance about so it's looking internal rather than going oh well it's because i didn't like this externally or whatever so it's recognizing that the end of the day the changes we really need are all internal and they're in different parts of us whether it's as i said intellectual um physical emotional or spiritual so it's sort of focusing on those key areas for yourself because This year is going to be a challenging year Um, and challenging can be both positive and negative because there could be, for me, I see challenging as there's more opportunities out there. There's more things that are going to grow me. So setting up really good goals for 2022 is really important because that helps us be more sustainable to serve others. But we first have to serve ourselves by looking after ourselves. Long-winded answer. no
0: no that's that's perfect because i think there's a lot in there i think you're you're right about sort of i guess preparing for the uh, event where it may not do it may not work straight away and i think thinking about that before you sort of get into it is a good way to approach it because i think that can probably help people when you know you hit the first stumbling block and um you kind of feel like you might throw it away
2: yes yep Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, some, some mistakes that I've noticed just mostly with myself or some, you know, mostly at myself is, is that um, s- trying something that I've already failed at, but the same way that I failed at it without adjusting it at all, just being like this year, I'm just going to try this again and uh, usually yields the same results. I also find that sometimes a way, a mistake that I can make sometimes with these new year's resolutions is thinking that the only thing that stopped me before is the calendar. And you know, that as of January, I'm going to have the motivation and the drive to do something that I had no like drive to do in December. Um, And then I also think that uh, putting pressure on the resolution to both change your life and have results happen straight away uh it's i think with a new year's resolution it's a year that is the time scale not january even so, though, true. Yeah. <laughs> so um we've looked at some mistakes people might be making hopefully some people have heard this and thought yes this is where i'm stuck let's go the other way let's flip the coin what are some ways you can achieve your goals for the year and i'll start with you danette this time
2: And Jez, I'm actually going to riff off one of the things that you talked about. I think it's really important to look at what worked in previous years, but also what didn't. And just like you said, not trying to do it the same way exactly as you did last year if it didn't work. But think about, okay, which bits of that did work for me and which bits maybe stopped me from doing it. So, for example, when COVID started, I got to 100 push-ups. And then over the last year, sort of it was very intermittent. So I went, you know what, just start back, but start really small again. And so today I did 70. And I was like, remember to celebrate, Um, which I was excited about. But I also learned a beautiful habit. Um, So I'm reading a book at the moment, which I'll do a book review on shortly called The The High Five Habit um, by Mel Robbins. And she talks about before you even look at anything in the morning look in the mirror and high five yourself because you know when you high five someone you smile it makes you feel really good and it sort of says to you you know you matter because you know if we don't look after ourselves we can't look after others and she says make up a little mantra to remind yourself about you know what you want to achieve and so mine is that you know look for miracles everywhere there's magic everywhere and that starts my day off in a beautiful way. And then if I don't do the push-ups, it's okay. But if I do, like this morning I forgot to do them when I hopped in the shower, but I did them sort of when I remembered always, oh, haven't done them, go and do them now. So I think it's don't try and do too much, as Graham said, but get granular in terms of what, what worked, what didn't, and make sure that don't beat yourself up. Again, if it doesn't work first time, go, okay, what what could I change that would make it better tomorrow? Thanks, Jess. Great question.
0: Oh, no, great answer. I think that was really good. And I think that uh, push-up thing, if people haven't heard about that, you can go back into our podcast archive and Danette's talked about it before. Um, so that's a good one that you did actually, you know, at least achieve exactly kind of what you were looking for last year. So it's a good basis for people to listen to. Alan, what are some ways to achieve your goals for the year? Um, One that's,
1: I guess, playing out in my mind, Jez, is connecting to why. I went away on a snow skiing trip a couple of years ago. And I remember during the day, a lot of the guys dropped out and went home. And at the end of the day, there was only three of us left. And the story in my mind, watching the other guys drop out, was I was getting too old for this. Yet out of the three guys left at the end of the day, and I was 50, there was a seven year old guy still skiing. And I remember talking to him, thinking, I want to know what it is that he does. And one of the big things that stood out was he goes to the gym three times a week. And that's kind of where my Pilates has kicked in, where I know I don't enjoy the gym. I've tried that before. For me, the gym is so boring. So I'm trying something different, and I'm connecting it to, I want to be that guy who can still snow ski when he's 70.
0: That's a that's a great, uh, a great story. And I love it. And uh, it does remind me a little bit of uh, in lockdown. I I love playing basketball, but I started doing YouTube dance lessons uh, because I couldn't go outside the basketball courts were closed. And I found that it increased my flexibility when I went back to the basketball courts. So your Pilates may even make you better at skiing than, you know, a lot of these other younger whippersnappers. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 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 um graham what are some ways you can achieve your goals for the year
3: I, I think um for me certainly the way i think about it and this goes back to the, what i was saying before about the the resistance we get from our brain to change um you start small and um celebrate just the Our business coach, Robin Sharma, used to talk about 1% wins and and small daily improvements over time, so we don't get from zero to hero overnight, even though a lot of people don't like to think that that's how it happens, but it never does. So um, whatever it is that you want to, that you resolve, that you want to change or to introduce into your life, think about how you can start with just tiny steps just make it ridiculously easy to do the first step and then do the crazy YouTube party dance thing at the end of that or, or whatever do Danette's you know, happy dancing whatever it is but when you take the first step celebrate give yourself a, a mental high five I love the, um, the Mel Robbins thing Danette you know standing in the mirror and give yourself a high five first thing in the morning reminds me of um, Louise Hay when she used to talk about doing the mirror work and it's the same sort of thing you know Louise used to have a mirror on a desk and when she sat at a desk, she'd look at herself in the mirror and say, hey, gorgeous, how are you doing? You look amazing today. That sort of thing actually works. Um, so I think start small and celebrate every single step. And the other thing I would strongly <laughs> encourage people to do, because I know it, it has helped me in the past, is get yourself an accountability buddy or an accountability partner. Um, and it's just somebody who – someone that you trust – um, that you believe has your best interest in heart and you share your goal, whatever your, your resolution is with them and why it's important to you. Uh, and then they respectfully, lovingly will hold you to account. So they'll check in with you, you know, once a day, once a week, whatever it happens to be. And for a lot of us, just having that external accountability is the additional push we need to actually, you know, to take action.
0: Yeah, I... I don't- Yep. I was just going to say, I think that's a really, really good one. Accountability buddies, I think a fantastic idea. So good suggestion, Greg. Right? <laughs> um, just some quick notes that I had. I had, um, I, uh, I considered December this, but I think January can also work. January can also be a free trial period for your new year's resolution to see if it works. Because I mean, I also think it's a good opportunity if you have two or three, maybe you can test them all out, see if any of them are sticking, if any of them aren't and you can sort of be like, okay, well maybe this is the one to do. Um, And I think, you know, with this year, we're probably all going to have to be a bit more adaptable with what our goals are. Mm -hmm. So I think even having a bit of a gray area with the goal might be helpful. Like, so instead of, you know, I want a six pack, Maybe it's, I want to be healthier. It's more like a general thing because who knows what's going to happen. And I think, you know, if it's a bit grayer, you can kind of be your own judge.
3: Can you start maybe with a, like a one pack jazz and sort of work towards a? you know, <laughs> so I'm going to have a one pack after two months and then a four, <laughs> does that work? Four pack after four months? No, two pack. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not good at maths, but.
0: <laughs> well, you can, yeah, you can also do the maths and get a pack every, every, every two, two months at the end of the year perfect <laughs> yeah so i think that that's a good approach as well break down your goals into achievable packs that you can uh, <laughs> that you can work on <laughs> and uh awesome well thank you all so much for that so far let's dive into the final part here and this is something that i thought for people because it's a weird time people might not have any ideas of what sort of goals to have because it's been a sort of up and down couple of years so I thought, what are some different goals people can try for this year? Uh, and I'll start with you, Graham, for this one. Thanks,
3: Jess. It's, um, I, I got to this question, I thought, wow, I have no idea. And uh, it's, a, it's a great question. So thanks for, for sharing it with us. But I'll go back to Al's comment before about why. Because uh, I think, again, my experience with setting and achieving goals is there needs to be some connection to the why thing. Um, if we don't have some genuine sort of emotional attachment, not just in the intellectual desire to do something, but if there's no real emotional attachment to that change, that goal, whatever it is, then I think it's much more likely that we, we probably won't get there. So, um, I, you know, one way of thinking about setting different goals is thinking about, well, what matters to me? What are my values? What's important to me? Um, and then the last thing that I wrote down was... Um, well, in fact, two things, actually. One was in thinking about a goal or a resolution that I might want to set at any point during the year. I love your your insight, just by the way, about the fact that the only thing stopping me from achieving this is the damn calendar. Um, yeah, good point. So when I think about a goal or resolution that I might want to set for the coming year, does it feel heavy or does it feel light? Uh, and this is a, an idea that I got out of a book um, from... Spain here called um, being you changing the world years ago so if something feels light for me then it, it actually fits me it will work for me it's a lot easier for me to do but if i think about something i want to do and it feels really heavy it's not for me at all and i, I definitely shouldn't do it um, the the last thing i was going to say is the last two years for a lot of humanity have been a weird combination of worrying about other people and being incredibly self-focused. And I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. I think that's just where we've ended up. My um, wish for 2022 would be that we all look for resolutions um, that fit into the theme of how can I be of service to others?
0: I think, I think that's a great answer. And I think without giving a specific, I think it's a beautiful way to look at resolutions as well. Not only, I, I love the idea of if it feels light or if it feels heavy is a great way to judge if it's good for you at the moment. I think that's a really good insight and hopefully that'll help people uh, decide on some stuff. So thanks for that, Graham. Alan, uh, what are some different goals people can try this year? Um, yeah,
1: great question, Jez. I guess I'm coming from a place that Matt mentioned before internal which is quite often something that I forget. And tapping into what Graeme just said, then patient, or not patience, presence was the thing that came up for me is about being present to the other people in the room. I'm wondering if that can just be a goal on its own, just being present, yes, as opposed to, you know, an external goal of going to the Blatis class, or maybe it's going to the Blades class and being present to the people in the room there as well, being present to, am I judging myself? Yeah. Am I judging everybody else in the room or am I being loved when I'm in that room?
0: I love that one. That's also great. And I think that that's a perfect one. It's something I'm definitely gonna work on this year being present after just to, you know being pretty technology heavy, you know it's, uh, it's always a good thing to, to be. So good one, thanks Alan. Um, yes. And Danette, what are some different goals that people can try for this year?
2: So a couple um, that I could think of. One is just expanding ourselves in terms of creativity and fun. So looking at, you know, last year for me, you know, we got through it, but it felt a bit heavy. And one of the things that I realised is I wasn't doing as many creative things. So for me, it's, it's coming back to a bit of creativity just to have fun and enjoy stuff. So yesterday I did cooking in the afternoon and made some yummy stuff. Delicious. I think the other one, and this came from a book that I read last year called Love People Um, Use Things, and it was written by The Minimalists, and they talked about, you know, if you buy something, then get rid of 10 other things to reduce the clutter, because clutter, you know, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, you know, it makes it hard to actually enjoy what is there. So get rid of things that aren't beautiful, And when you bring something in the house, bring something that's beautiful that is going to, as Graham said, make you feel lighter. Um, So I really like that idea of sort of stripping away some of the clutter in our house. Um, And yes, I will be giving away a number of books (laughs) this year. Graham's already going, (laughs) woohoo. And we have a couple
3: of spares.
2: (laughs) To go on Graham's thing, I think the whole bit about, Community, looking at how we can serve others. So I love Al's bit about presence, and I think we need to be present with ourselves first, in order to then be present with others. So what you know, what makes me feel lighter, what doesn't? And I think the whole and Graham and I have had this conversation the last couple of days: the being rather than the doing. So you do the work, but then at a point, rather than going, well, I haven't ticked my one pack yet. But I'm half or three quarters of a pack, surrendering to the fact that you've done your best and celebrating that rather than beating yourself up. So I think one of the things I'd love a lot of people to do is lose that perfectionist side of themselves. So do the work to the best of their ability, whether it's, you know, personal work, whether it's work work. And then don't beat yourself up if it didn't turn out exactly as you wanted, because there's something coming, I suspect later on that's gonna use that as a perfect way of moving forward. And I'll save the next thing to your last roundup question. Thanks, Jez, great question.
0: That's all right, no, I, that's all, I love that everyone had a different approach to it as well, which is great, so I think there's a lot to take away from that. Um, I just maybe wanted to talk quickly to Danette uh, and Graham about you are talking about bringing things into the house that are nice. I know you two have started getting some more artworks uh, in the house and I, I know they look amazing. Is that, uh, does that relate to bringing the sort of nice things into the house and what does that kind of do for you as well as someone who hasn't really collected too much art?
2: So um, for me, it is just bringing, um, and for those who haven't seen some of the artwork, we um, have been buying some pictures off Sue Ellen Cook, who is going to um, come on our podcast shortly and share a bit about her amazing It's layers of photography that create these, for me, really whimsical, beautiful um, scenes. And two of them are in our bedroom and just every morning waking up to these things that um, just spark my imagination. So that for me is beauty. Um, And I think beauty is different for everyone. So for me, they're definitely part of the beauty. I'll hand over to Graham because he absolutely has some thoughts on this, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, thanks. I, I think, um, yeah, the first one we saw was in the doorway of the um, Salamanca Gallery in Salamanca Place in Hobart, and it was 94, as Donette said, there were 94 separate images layered over the top of each other to create this thing was just phenomenal. Um, so acknowledging that art is different for everyone, and, and that's great. Because if it were the same thing for everybody, I think it'd be really boring. So for me, it is um, being able to um, appreciate, to value, and and to be really in awe of someone else's talent and their creativity. Because I look at what Sue Ellen's been able to create, and I think, well, I've got a hope in hell of doing that. And that's okay, because I don't need to. But we do get to, or and, we, we do get to enjoy you know, the fruits of her labour and her creativity and her genius, and and it's fantastic. Um, Stay tuned for, I I don't know, podcast number three for 2022. Hopefully what you see behind me, um, fingers crossed, will be our latest Sue Ellen piece. Yeah yeah it's just it, waiting for it to get framed sorry just
0: no no i was just gonna say and if you aren't watching this you can always watch this on youtube i'll have a link in the description so you can see the current uh, painting and then you can see it change in a couple of weeks yep uh
3: <laughs> good point yes for those of you listening to this that was a pointless comment graham thank you
0: <laughs> that's all right but yeah no thanks for that and i think that that's a just even listening to you two to talk about that um is a great example of bringing stuff into the house that means something you can hear from both of you that it means something to you so I think that that's an exciting way to engage with things in your own house so uh, I like that um I only just had one point for this last bit which is uh some different goals that you can try and I think that it doesn't necessarily what the goal is but I think don't set yourself um like if you start failing and you're like oh maybe I should give this up even doing something once a week uh it may not have the desired end goal but it will still have a good effect of if you do do something once a week that's still 52 times in a year and that's more than a month so you would have done like if you were to put it all together it would have been a month straight so it still would be something valuable to do um all right so let's dive into the final part of this which is wrapping up um and I'll start with you Jeanette what are your final thoughts on starting the year off right so
2: I think um focus on your health well-being and um yeah giving back and i'd say i really like graham's bit about lightness so can how can you reframe it to make it fun knowing that our brain and body are going to resist change how do you reframe that maybe to to alan's why to be able to go, yep, you know what, I'm going to keep with this. And I li- really love that idea of do it once a week, you know, even once a week, it's still a massive impact over 12 months.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I love that. Uh-huh. So thanks for that, Danette. Alan, your final thoughts on starting the year off right?
1: Yeah, I think it's comparison, Jez. Well, I was just thinking back to this morning how I was comparing myself to the other people in the class and some of those people have clearly been doing this for 10 years or more. And it's not about letting my brain go down that path. It's comparing myself to who am I compared to who was I yesterday. And to me, that's uh, setting myself up for success.
0: Perfect. I love that as well. That's a good way to do it. Compare it to yourself yesterday and yeah, you'll be smashing it. So I love that, Alan. Thanks for that. And Graham, final thoughts on starting the year off right.
3: Uh, I want to paraphrase um, a really good friend of ours and and an amazing human being, Dr. James Rouse, who um, posted something recently. I won't get it quite right, but what can I do to show up as an amazing human being more of the time? Start there. Not every day because, again, it's setting the bar too high, but just more of the time. And I love, you know, Al's thing about, Um, I really need to compare myself only to myself forever. So what can I do tomorrow that makes me a little bit better than I was today?
0: Awesome. Well, thank you all so much. What a great first episode back after the year. It's so good to chat to everyone again. I always look forward to these. So I want to thank you all so much. Uh, As always, you can watch this on YouTube or if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it on Spotify. On Spotify, you can also uh, answer a little question and we might talk about next week's topic on there as well. Or you can just ask us a question. We'll happily answer it next week. But otherwise, I just want to thank everyone for being on the podcast today. And I hope everyone out there is having a magical week and the start of a magical year.